0: Hi, and welcome to the Read of the Week, where we open the trove of artifacts that are defined by words and worlds they lock in. Who knows? This trove can be your Read of the Week. Hi, I'm Ahmed Sharif, and joining me today is El Subramani, my colleague. Hi, sir, welcome to Read of the Week.
1: Uh, hi, Ahmed. Uh, thank you. Thank you uh, for having me, and uh, thank you to be discussing the books.
0: Shall we open the trove? Yes. So, what is in your true today, sir?
1: Yeah, I actually thought I'll talk about uh, two of the books that uh, I happened to pick up uh, in recent times. Mm -hmm. One is uh, Identity by Milan Kundera. As you know, perhaps, uh, you know, the Nobel season uh, is the time when a lot of Kundera fans uh, look at the new sticker uh, with a a lot of interest. Because they would like to know if uh, Kundera is one of the authors... Uh, who had been given uh, the Nobel Prize, at least this year. And uh, mm-hmm. it so happens that every year they kind of get disappointed. And uh, uh, in order to sort of uh, lessen their disappointment, they will pick up one of the Kundera books.
0: So, so he's okay. the Leonardo DiCaprio of the literary world.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some, someone who you kind of expect the the Oscars on, but, you know, kind of he doesn't usually uh-huh. get the oscars you know um, i'm not i should confess that i'm not a big fan of any classics i'm i'm sure you know a little bit of <laughs> my quirkiness but
0: uh, uh, i'm know. on the opposite end so <laughs>
1: yep i know i think uh, i think i'm going to see you as one of the influencers to sort of get me uh, out of the the classic uh, sort of allergy you know uh, uh-huh. the reason is because uh, you know i think it's, i think it's it's got a lot to do with uh, taking literature in college and then uh, having to read a lot of uh, the classics. And uh, also, I think my philosophy of reading is basically, you know, that mm. like anything else, reading is also something that gives you a pleasure that kind of releases you from uh, from your shackles, uh, mm. uh, especially at the time when, you know, we are talking about the pandemic and then there's a lot of anxiety and, you know, uh, some, some sort of, a, uh, you know, mental... Uh, uh, agony over, uh, you know, our uh, prevailing conditions, mm-hmm. uh, I guess books, uh, I mean, you you would disagree with me, even though uh, we, we may have different approaches to reading uh, that, uh, you know, books are the best means of, you know, getting out of our, uh, you know, doldrums in general. Uh, so, yeah, with this philosophy in mind, uh, you know, I, I pick up everything and anything that entertains me a lot. Especially my favorite authors are Janet Ivanovich. Uh, mm-hmm. Janet Ivanovich has, a, has about a 25 book uh, you know, series called uh, uh, Stephanie Plum series.
0: Stephanie, okay. Stephanie
1: Plum is basically a 29-year-old character who's out of job. She has no uh, boyfriends and uh, generally, mm-hmm. generally in the dumps in, uh, as far as wife is concerned. Her cousin is a, this bail bond agent called Winnie. Mm-hmm. Vincent Bail Bond Agency. So she just walks in and takes up the job of a bounty hunter, and she oh. knows nothing about bounty hunting. By the way, I mean she uh-huh. she doesn't know what is to trace. Uh, b- bounty hunters is basically the people who kind of trace out uh, people who come out on bail, on a bond, mm-hmm. on a on a surety, and then mm-hmm. they kind of disappear because if mm-hmm. they disappear, uh, the agencies are the ones they write the bonds for them. You know, suppose mm-hmm. if it's a hundred thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. then uh, if they disappear, the court will keep the hundred thousand dollars. It's an, it's a loss on these guys. They hire these bounty hunters uh, on a like uh, you know ten percent commission to sort of find out these missing felons. So it's a it's a hilarious set of books that kind of light you up uh, at an instance. You know, Charlie. is a very this kind of writing? Yeah, and uh, that that's one thing. My next favorite, of course, is uh, Nelson DeMille. Nelson okay. DeMille is an international uh, military thriller writer. Mm-hmm. And uh, see, what I, what I like about these writers is that although they have a genre kind of pinned up on them, they don't, they don't just uh, narrow their books on those lines. You know, they kind of, mm-hmm. for example, the character interplay in many of DeMille's books are very, very enthralling. You know? uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll, te- I'll give you a little of a, uh, this book called Upcountry. Upcountry mm-hmm. is one of the books uh, uh, in which uh, you know this uh, re- reappearing hero called Paul Brenner mm-hmm. comes back for a for a for a for a sort of an, a military adventure. So he goes back to Vietnam. He is mm-hmm. a Vietnam vet basically, and then mm-hmm. he now goes back to uh, Vietnam on a on a military mission. Literally, make sure that he doesn't uh, kind of he's not traced back to them. So he has resigned oh, in he's, sort of he's a he's military vet so uh, so they choose him to sort of uh, uh, on this very dangerous mission only uh-huh. on the mission he realizes that the that the person who they kind of assigned to assist him mm-hmm. is also the person who has been assigned to kill him possibly
0: oh <laughs> in okay. a strange
1: country in a in a strange uh, region where he has nobody else to protect him
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, the only thing that saves him is that uh, this person actually falls in love with him <laughs> uh- <laughs> Very, very, uh, you know, tricky and the emotion, emotional under, undercurrent and, uh, and, you know, these dialogues are very lively. I find mm-hmm. Nicholas' dialogues to be extremely lively. It, it reminds me a lot about, uh, you know, Tom Stoppard or one of those, the plays that we read, you know, uh, where the, you don't need uh, anything else to understand the story. Just the conversation would be enough. So it's, it's more or less like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So these
1: are my staples, so to say. And uh, except that, you know, every once in a way, I just pick up Anna Karenina and then give up on the fifth chapter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the same goes for uh, Dostoevsky's uh, Crime and Punishment. Uh, I start and then uh, uh, somewhere uh, at the second or third chapter, when he gets out of the uh, uh, his mansion uh, uh, to sort of uh, mm-hmm. mortgage his... Uh, you know, his valuable. I don't know what it is. Mm. See, I forgot even that. So I give up at that point. Every time it's like the Bikram Betal thing, you know, just go back to pick it up and only to drop it and then pick up something else that uh, captivates you more. So so this, is, this being my background, I thought I should uh, definitely give a shot at uh, some of those classics and uh-huh. uh, especially a low hanging fruit. And that's how I landed up with uh, Identity. I think oh. by the way, is one of the books that Kundera wrote in French. He's a mm-hmm. Czech author and uh, occasionally mm-hmm. I think he writes in French also. See, this book is, uh, uh, as the name stands, it's it's basically about how the f- the fluidity of people's identity, you know. Uh, it talks about two people. There is this uh, girl called Chantal. Uh-huh. And uh, Chantal uh, is actually a, a divorced woman and uh, she, she divorces her husband. Basically, because her husband is, uh, 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 you know, she finds him to be very indifferent, uh, mm-hmm. uh, not 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 specifically as someone who is, uh, who is very uh, glued to her or, you know, someone who is not very enthusiastic about relationship and life, you know, mm-hmm. she finds him very placid, very, you know, uh, uh, so she gives up on him. And then she falls in love with a man who is very four years younger to her. So his name is John Mark. The, the funny thing is like when he's sitting with her, she'll be thinking about how it would feel to, to sort of be with him. So actually when he's around and then she comes to think that, you know, probably this thought is coming to her because she's looking at a time when he's not going to be around. Ah, uh-huh, so okay. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, how uh, the way you look at someone who is even in front of you in a physical sense can change mm-hmm. how the thought processes can change. Mm. And, uh, Okay, it might sound a little weird, but uh, the story as such goes on like this, you know. And when she's very upset, he asks her, why are you upset? Why are you so, you know, um, plumb? And then she tells him that uh, it's because uh, I think the men are not looking at me in a desirable way. And then uh, this kind of leaves an impression with him. So sometime later, Chantal uh, kind of gets letter uh, from a a a series of letters from a mysterious guy who she doesn't know, who it was. And then these letters are basically, you know, about her, you know, about uh, physically describing her. And, you know, she feels thrilled for some time. And then a little while later, you know, it gets a little weird. You know, she doesn't understand who it is. And then, you know, uh, what she actually wanted, basically kind of becomes a a source of her anxiety. And she is not able to tell this to uh, Jean. And then, uh, you know, they have they have a, little friction in their relationship again. So, I mean, the whole thing is about, you know, how the way people look at themselves and their wants and their needs and relationships can keep shifting in the, you know, the shifting wants and needs of everybody else. So overall, it's like going through a slippery slope. Now, I don't want to give too many spoilers, you know, so actually who wrote the letter and, uh, what mm-hmm. happens in the end is, is, is the book is all about. And, uh, there are, there are lots of surprises uh, in the way. I wouldn't say that this is, a, this is much of a page-turner. But this is more like, you know, a reflection of how we are as people. See, most of these writers are, you know, this, uh, this, the 20th century European writers especially, uh, give us a glimpse mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, the life of today and uh, how the thought process of people themselves. So, I find this very fascinating because one, it's a very short one, mercifully so i don't really have to struggle with uh, holding the book for a long time unlike anana uh, karenina or a, or a crime and punishment it's, it's very contemporary so it gives us uh, a, a kind of connect with uh, the immediate world and thirdly you know uh, there are oddly you know uh, though, though it is it is uh, the form of writing itself is a, is a bit of a uh, 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 a slippery kind of a writing but you identify it because uh, because sometimes we feel that way, you know. Uh, we have we hold a certain identity to ourselves, but when you when you have relationships around us, sometimes these relationships can sort of, you know, the attitude can change even at a moment, at it at an instance, you know. So that gave me a sort of connect to the book, and uh, I kind of finished it, and also I I, I read it in audio, so. Uh, uh, audible version of this book is actually you know, read in a very very pleasant way. So people who would like to read this can can actually look at the audible version. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so tell me about what you are reading and then probably we'll go yeah.
0: to No, I had one question. Like how long is this book? You said that you you, you wouldn't have to, you know, take it for a, a longer time. So how long was it?
1: It's about three and a half hours. It's basically a novella and the size of a novella. Yes, uh-huh. it must be about
0: Thirty-five thousand or forty thousand words. Okay, and, so uh, about yeah, uh, two hundred uh, pages. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I was I was going through this one uh, book. I mean, I have finished this book. It's called The End Game. It's by Kunal Basu. Okay. So, Kun- so it is about uh, this one uh, Indian girl who is uh, born and brought up in New York. Uh, she's uh, she's a journalist there. So the, the first, I mean it kind of hooked me on with that word. So she's a journalist and she she's basically a wartime correspondent. So this goes okay. back to 2002-2003 when uh, uh, there was a U.S. invasion, U.S.-led invasion in Iraq So right. to topple uh, Saddam Hussein regime. So she goes there to cover the war. Mm. And uh, in the course of time, she discovers this one person uh, who has been Trafficked, uh, who has been trafficked from India to Iraq. So oh, it's about yeah. how she discovers uh, her, you know, this person, and she sees uh, the conflict there. So you okay. know, conflict within conflict. So it is all about that. So it, it's a beautifully written book. Actually, it's 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 a uh, it's very nice to uh, read uh, read it through. And also about discovering yourself. When I interviewed Kunal, so he, sa- I asked him like, how did he get this idea? So he said that he had visited one of these, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, homes for you know rescued girls. So he, when he went there, and when he uh, asked them like, uh, where, mm-hmm. where were you trafficked? So they, they told him in Bengali that uh, it is Aurob Desho. So they didn't even know which country they were in. Okay, so, oh, so okay. they just know that it was some some adaptation. So, so do you do you, you, know, you say so, that this
1: is a real life story of a of a journalist rescuing a um, a trafficked uh, uh, woman?
0: It it's uh, I wouldn't say it is a real life story, but it's inspired by events because you see there are a lot of uh, a lot many women who are trafficked from Beng- West Bengal till you know uh, to the Arab nations. You know they are taken okay. there to the mistress of uh, the rich men there. So it's, right. it's, it's sort of inspired from these, these events. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So it sounds something like uh, uh, Shantaram. I hope you've read that uh, by e- Gregory David Roberts. I, I
0: haven't read Shantaram, but I've heard some fantastic uh, uh, reviews about it. So uh, I have a very good story about Shantaram. So if I would like to share that. So I was in a uh, uh, traveling to Kochi. So I was on a solo trip there. So I met a a a, a British Korean uh, person there. Oh, okay, okay. So she is she is born she was born in British but she went to South Korea and she's a woodworker there. So right. she had come to Kochi to discover India and uh, uh, she had this one book uh, which she was reading. So I asked what was that and I saw it was Shantaram. So I right. asked why this and she was like the best place to read Shantaram is in India. So ah. <laughs>
1: That's uh, that's very true because uh, I read this book about five years back, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, you have this uh, like sugar craving, you have certain, you know, times when you crave for certain kind of books, you know. So this particular season, I was craving for books about Mumbai. Uh-huh. OK, so I, I finished uh, Narcopolis. This was about the time when Geet uh, Tael was, uh, was nominated or long listed for uh, Booker Prize. Uh I think 2013 or 14 and I was just bowled bowled over by that book. It was fantastic. Again, Nakapolis is one of the best books that I've read about uh, Mumbai. It's about the opium dens in the the city, you know. Um, So after that, I was trying to find out which of the best books that I can read. And that time, uh, I couldn't get hold of uh, The Maximum City, which is actually the much talked about book about Mumbai. You know, I was uh, okay. Then somebody said, "Why don't you read Gregory David Roberts?" And then you know, I was intrigued because this is an Australian guy who's mm-hmm. kind of writing about you know Bombay and Mumbai and and and, and uh, certain rural Maharashtra. So I mm-hmm. just picked up and started reading, and I, I should tell you that it's it's one of the most fascinating books. Fascinating in the sense that you know, uh, very few books actually reveal the multi. Uh, you know, faceted and multi-dimensional life of Bombay, you know, its underworld, uh, the film side of it, the Mm -hmm. the poverty Mm -hmm. of it, the everything, the opulence, everything put together. And there was a little romance also in the book. Okay. I mean, I'll tell you, uh, it's
0: as well with any Bollywood. (laughs) Exactly,
1: exactly. It's like, it's like the sugar candy, or the the or the lump of sugar that you might like to add to a uh, to, to your morning dose of coffee you know so it, it's something that fascinates you you know you want to know what happens to you know this couple or this this particular you know love mm-hmm. story the the love mm-hmm. interest or the love story and then uh, it so happened that i also picked up a book uh, on the 2611 2611 i have a fascinating oh, story you know because one year uh-huh. after 2611 i happened to visit bombay and then i was mm-hmm. Sitting in Cafe Leopold with a friend of mine, you know, very. Far, she showed me the, the, the uh, uh, walls where the bullets have gone, you know, where, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, uh so they have framed that place. See, that's the city that kind of, uh, you know, really, I tell you, uh, the, the spirit of the city kind of, uh, overwhelms you. So that's mm-hmm. how I felt. So I, I read this book, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's by the, the famous journalist, uh, you know, um, what's I just forgot, Car- Kathy Bell Scott and uh, the other one I forgot the name. So they they basically you know sort of uh, give a blow by blow account of what happened and then uh, a little mm-hmm. of what the police was doing. It's, it's about a multi point of view uh, book, you know, one from one point of view from the police and then from the from the captives. Mm-hmm. I read Gregory David uh, Roberts in that context and I I really fell in love with that book. I mean I'm sure when, whenever you pick up, it's 953 pages. I tell you. Uh, if you if you suspect that uh, you know my aversion for uh, classics is because of their enormous Siced. length, yeah, you are wrong there. Because I read this book; this is nine fifty three pages, and I I, I shouldn't I, w- I would say that it's I never right. felt it so heavy or you know laborious. Mm-hmm. It is so wonderful mm-hmm. to read, and I'm sure you will feel the same in when you whenever you pick up that book. You should uh, you should recommend this book. I'm sure to our. Uh, you know, uh, listeners and fellow readers, because uh, uh, any any book that's based out of Middle East is
0: like fascinating uh-huh. in a way. You know, yeah. But see, the thing about um, his books are right. That's one thing. What I love about his that his uh, the attention to detail. You know, these small um, chapter end marks, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he has a very unique way. Like in this in this one, there is a small image of a. Uh, I think it's it's one of the. Uh, i'm not sure exactly but this might be one of the uh you know uh, mesopotamian gods or something so it has a small like a uh, like a, what do you like a button sort of a thing that indicates okay this is the end of the chapter so i, I, I really know. like that sort of uh, uh, you know, if, uh, uh, giving sort of a visual uh, as well as very aesthetic look to your book. So that's something oh, I like about his. Books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some. I think these, these, these. Uh. The the in in recent times, you you kind of find illustration playing a, a kind of a major role in the way a book mm-hmm. is presented to the audience, and uh, mm-hmm. and it it sort of it sort of gives you a, a glimpse of what the book is about. And then the second book, the reason why I picked up this book is, uh, of course, uh, you know this being uh, uh, the the lock, lockdown days you know when you'd like to sort mm-hmm. of uh, have a feeling that you are free mentally and you were kind of uh, you know traveling a lot travel logs and travel uh, mm-hmm. are basically the kind of uh, i think that goes with this particular uh, malady of having to stay indoors so mm-hmm. uh, for me uh, i kind of fall back on a classic Sorry, it's not classic in a classical sense. So, <laughs> don't take me on that. <laughs> uh, this is basically a book uh, by uh, James Hilton called The Lost World. The Lost Horizon, I'm sorry. I'm just confused. I'm getting confused with the with the, uh, our, uh, Michael Crichton's Lost World. It's not that. This uh-huh. is The Lost uh-huh. Horizon by James Hilton. Uh-huh. So, this is a story of uh, four travelers. So what happens is this happens in the frontiers, the British frontiers, where uh, due to some uh, you know riot or revolution, four white people are getting evacuated from Peshawar to, uh, to, the, main, um, to, to the to India, basically. Okay. But uh, for some reason, the pilot takes it beyond the Himalayas into Tibet, and okay. uh, he dies when he kind of crash lands into a place and he dies. And before Mm -hmm. he dies, he tells one of them who understands Chinese about the place. So Mm -hmm. these four, two are from the consulate office and one, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a British woman and an American man. So they kind of, uh, uh, you know, understand that they are in a very strange place. They go there and, uh, you know, they're taken first as a prisoner, as prisoners, and then they go in and they're given wonderful lodging and in comfort. In a very mm. snowy and a very hostile place, they find wonderful buildings, you know, even plumbings seem to work better and they very nicely heated uh, rooms and stuff. And then slowly they come to understand that it's a very, it's a kind of a hidden community. It's called Shangri-La. The community is called Shangri-La. And then it has uh, people from every nationality. Everybody looks young and very active. And then, uh, you know, one of them actually, you know, falls in love with a the woman there. And uh, very young and, uh, you know, so the, the strangeness about the whole thing is like, when the story goes on, you'll you be fascinated by the, you know, the snowy, snow-capped mountains that you can look out from your windows and, you know, um, the kind of strangely spiritual environment that's being described. And then there's a library in which you find all kinds of books in the world. And then, uh, you know, finally, what happens is like, uh, one thing they realize is that in spite of the comforts and the, and everything else they wouldn't be able to escape the place and then finally when they escape what happens is the story i'm not going to again no no spoilers here it's about a, a seven seven hours to seven and a half hours read when you finish the book you will feel very strange very strange in the sense you know uh, almost uh, you know mesmerized by the uh, by the book it, it's 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 got so much magic it's got uh, some other about it you know uh, the kind of a right antidote for you when you sort of feel very trapped at home so i thought i should recommend this book also mm-hmm. in addition
0: what i understood was it's more it's more like a description of a very egalitarian uh, society which you want but you know when you have it you don't want it anymore something like that
1: Probably, yeah i think i think there is a, there is a there is a certain sense to what you're saying but there's a certain uh, way to understand that also I, I think that's that's also true in a, in a way but mm-hmm. when you read it's a magic it's the you know the word Shangri-La has come to be associated with so much of that you know Tibetan magic so yeah it's something that yeah. is like spirituality and and, uh, and other worldliness so mm-hmm. you'll get you'll see a lot of it and uh, you will Keep the book down with a sense of nostalgia. A little, little bit of, you know, you'll be taken up by this. I'm, I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. be very, very mesmerized mm-hmm. by this book. That, that
0: much yeah. I think. No, but ev- every society has that sort of a, a mythical place, right? You have the Greeks who have the Olympus and... Uh, no, there was another city which went under the sea. Uh, uh,
1: you mean the... Atlantis, yes. Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. Atlantis.
0: Yeah, so you have an Atlantis, you have a Shangri-La... It's, it's, yes. it's, it's very, you know, like something you desire, you, your utmost, you know, but it's, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so. about it with that kind of detail. And Hilton is such a brilliant writer. I tell you, he's, uh, he's written this book in the, this is, by the way, it's the 80th year of this book. Uh, but uh, Oh, it was
0: 1920s, uh, 1940s then.
1: 1930. thirty. Uh, thirty. Yeah, nineteen forty. No, 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 not, no, not even 80s, 90th year. It's written in the in the 1930s sometime, 80 odd years. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. this book still appeals to you, you know, in the sense uh, that, okay, one is the air travel, which is sort mm-hmm. of the connect between, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that time and, and now. And also the fact of, you know, t- today's spirituality is being spoken up. Uh, you know, I just put up a Facebook post saying that, you know, the first 25 books in our uh, Kindle stores, India, it's basically about self-help. You know, how to think fast, how to think slow, how to think deep.
0: I'll add some more to the list. That is like how to calculate faster, how to read a book. With, with exactly,
1: <laughs> how to uh, feel like a rich man so that you can bit get you can get rich. And uh, the funniest title that I read is uh, the psychology of money, <laughs> which is uh, wow. Like how can uh, I mean I've read about you know developing the you know, the, the attitude to attract money, but I've never read the psychology of, if the money, money ever has a psychology, uh, that's something to be seen. Anyway, so people's obsession to self development is, is pretty uh, obvious when you look at uh, these titles, but uh, you know, these uh, alternatives, you know, fictional alternatives to self-help, I feel are the best way that you can discover the spirit of what it is to feel mesmerized or, you know, to feel the, 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 the mysticism, the mystery of life itself, I feel.
0: Sir, um, so uh, uh, moving ahead, uh, we'll, uh, we'll play us like a small game. So uh, we've discovered some books right now, right? So yes. can you describe us them in one word? What would that, that be? One actually?
1: word. Okay. Identity. Uh, hmm. I would say that uh, it's changing. It's changing i would say mm. that uh, it's it's changing or in a slippery slope i think that's that's better that's I mean, yeah or infinitely better in a slippery slope
0: and what about the lost horizon
1: lost horizon is a uh, discovery of a mystery or uh, you said the discovery of a mythical land i think that's mythical land is i think you you nailed it actually that's that's how it felt mythical land
0: all right well, so like how would
1: you describe the uh, end game the end game
0: end game I would describe it as um, a mirror I would say okay you look into the mirror and you see, and you see what you want to see
1: wow okay well, that's that sort of uh, uh, make the readers even more curious I guess because uh, you know you mean to say that it will suit all the readers I mean it will, it will be what the reader uh, you know kind of reader's perception whatever it, they perceive it, they see there
0: yeah it, it, in a way it is yes yes i can say that why because i'm the one someone who who finds sucker in history okay so mm-hmm. reading books about uh, biographies or you know historical events or uh, okay.
1: uh,
0: something of the past so right. that's that's something which i uh is is something of my taste so right. I I found the, those elements there, so I liked it. So someone who uh, say suppose likes uh, how wartime is covered, they would like something mm-hmm. like that. Someone who right. uh, likes uh, something about uh, how human emotions play out, they would have something yes. like that. Yes. So it's um it's
1: I it's I completely agree with you. Like even uh, even in biographies, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, you know I I don't like the stiffer kind of autobiographical. Uh, you know, accounts. I'd rather look at uh, biographies as kind of free flowing account of uh, an emotional journey or, uh, or, uh, you know, there has to be a story arc, you know, any, any biography with that kind of a uh, sort of uh, approach, it kind of sticks with you, right?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. So, and then uh, like this, moving ahead to the last segment of a conversation, anything that you have in store for next week?
1: Yeah, my TBR is actually uh, growing and growing faster. I should tell you that, uh, that I have uh, uh, kept one book uh, in particular for next week, which is uh, Audacity to Win. Uh, I'm sure this book, this uh, title itself gives you a little idea of, uh, of what this book is about. Uh, Obama uh, has written uh, The Audacity of Hope. And this book is basically written by his... Campaign manager, the man, the guy who was uh, his campaign manager during the 20, 2008, uh, you know, his bid to be the president, um, David Plouffe. So David Plouffe uh, mm-hmm. actually has given uh, an account of how they sort of organized themselves to take on uh, the mighty Clintons. You know, at that time, uh, I don't know uh, how how closely you happen to follow the the 2008 uh, uh, Democratic, uh, you know. Primaries, because uh, more mm-hmm. than the presidential elections, mm-hmm. sometimes the presidential primaries are very interesting, and I happen to follow. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. Um, uh, at that time, um, it was almost uh, thought of Clinton was thought of as the as the sort of a presumptive candidate for the Democratic Party. At that time, Obama came in like a like a sort of a whirlwind, and then he broke. Her, the spirit of her campaign at every turn. You know, he won in, you know, most of the important states. He won the Super Tuesday. Where that's when they hold about 22 states, uh, uh, you know, primaries in about 22 states. And then, um, you know, he, he kind of uh, made it very competitive. I mean, he was only 46, by the way. And then uh, he was only senator for about two years. So uh, the reason why I, pick, I kept this book is because, uh, you know, that uh, Obama's book is coming tomorrow. The uh, promised land, and uh, in which uh, mm. he has uh, he has made some uh, uh, you know rather uh, uncharitable comments about Rahul Gandhi. Uh, I mean, perceived to be because I mean, you know, I'm not really sure what he, what he has said. I, mean, I would said love to
0: know
1: like, what context. Yeah. yeah, the context needs to be seen, but uh, but yeah, the book has captured uh, I think our uh, Indian uh, readership uh, attention mainly because of the the mention about Rahul Gandhi, Manmohan Singh, whether he has again made any mention of Narendra Modi is yet to be seen. So that being the case, I thought uh, I should pick up something to do with Obama, but not by him, and then see how, uh, you know, it's come out. And I I thought this book is uh, phenomenal because I just want to also know, I was very curious to know how these guys managed to pull off. You know, it's about 406 pages and, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm waiting to sort of lay my hands on it next week. So what about you?
0: So, uh, I have a little surprise for you. It's a classic.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, I, got, I got to, to know the excitement. when you said oh. Uh, okay. Okay. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: So it is by, uh, see, I always wanted to read Virginia Woolf. So I got okay. hand on this book called Night and Day. Let's see where that takes me. So I'm just oh, open yeah. to possibilities.
1: No, no, I think Wolf is, a, is I think there are some writers who you can reliably kind of depend on you know you kind of depend on for uh, uh, you know for your uh, for, for entertainment for keeping you engaged. I think entertainment is a little uh, sort of lowering the the standard. I'm not even saying entertainment, but it should at least keep you engaged. I'm sure Wolf is one of the writers who kind of keep it going for you, I guess and uh, let's let's exchange notes uh, the next week. And uh, let's, let's see where we are.
0: <laughs> exactly. Sure. Definitely. Uh, so to all our audience who are uh, listening to us right now, so you can uh, give your comments about how the discussion was and what books that we can read. And you can tag us on Twitter. And uh, Manisa's uh, account is at fablefoible, F-A-B-L-E, F-O-I-B-L-E. And my account is uh, at ahmed underscore Sharif, S-H-A-R-I-F-F-23. So you can give us your suggestions there.
1: Yes. And also, let's see if we can have, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just floating this idea just offhand, Ahmed, I I hope it's fine. Uh, To have a book of the month, you know, some of the, some of the, uh, uh, you know, people, uh, avid readers have this book of the month, you know. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if our readers like to suggest something like that, some books that they would like to be, uh, you know, read and reviewed or, you know, they could uh, probably suggest the same. I
0: guess. All right. All right. So listeners, do listen to that. So give us your suggestions.
1: And tell me if you all like classics and if you have any tips to enjoy the classics, uh, keep us posted. Keep <laughs> me posted particularly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Definitely. I think we will we'll have a lot of responses. All right, sir. Yeah. Have so a great day. Thank you,
1: day. Thank you. And uh, happy reading to all. Happy reading to you too, Ahmad. Enjoy your... Yes.
0: Enjoys. Yes, yes, yes. That's all in today's episode. Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckenherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our telegram channel t.me slash herald News. Keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all-new Herald app, in which you can personalize, have a quick glance at news shots, check highlights and even listen You can get it from Google Play Store and Apple App Store and you can find the links to the same in the description.